the guy who now becomes president, in case you remember, was the ports commissioner of New York. <laughs> He's never held an elected office ever. He's never been elected to anything. He's just a machine politician man. Uh, and his name is Chester Arthur. What a disaster. Everyone's like, Chester Arthur is going to be a total disaster. He, when he gets into office, he gives this speech where he jokes about... The, I, I was just reading this speech earlier today because I was trying to learn things about Chester Arthur. And in the speech, he's making these jokes about like stealing elections where he's basically talking about, he's like, well, in Indiana, we were able to win that because we were able to pull a special... Actually, I'm not going to... He literally says, actually, I'm not going to tell you because there are reporters in the room. And then the whole room like laughs and laughs and laughs. It's like, this is how corrupt the country is. This guy has become president and he's like joking about um, how corrupt the system is. But this is who Chester Arthur is. And he had... Actually, Chester Arthur had lost his job previously when Rutherford Hayes was president and Rutherford Hayes was looking at state of New York and was like, this is the most corrupt state. And he threw out of office a number of people who he thought were most corrupt. They were tied into this, um, uh, they were tied into this giant political machine, um, that was actually run by a guy named Conklin, um, who didn't become president, but people look at Chester Arthur and they're like, this, we know who this guy is. He's part of the inside story, and he's going he's gonna to make the wheels of corruption move. But he totally transforms once he becomes president. Um, and it's shocking to people. He becomes very pro-reform, and he ends up passing the law that solves the system, at least somewhat, um, that ended up with Garfield being killed. And there's all these accounts of people saying that there's two different people. There's Chester Arthur and there's President Chester Arthur. And he, Ch President Chester Arthur is very vigorous about um, trying to prevent corruption. And so the Pendleton Civil Service Act is passed under him. Um, and uh, Mark Twain says when he leaves, I would never thought I'd say this, but I can't think of a better president than Chester Arthur. On the fun side with Chester Arthur, he was he was what was called a dandy, which is that he like loved clothes and uh, he would he would throw oh people another thing people loved about Chester Arthur besides the fact that he like turned out to be way more moral than they expected was that he threw great parties at the White House and people said that mostly he liked throwing parties more than he really liked being president, but. He brought liquor into the White House, which people were still upset about the Rutherford B. Hayes thing, and he would wear incredible outfits. Some people said that at one point he like changed his he did like so many clothes changes that he was wearing like 18 different sets of clothes, including different pairs of pants in one go. So people like him a lot. Um, now, this whole time period, especially like the next few presidents, but like Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, it can get kind of personality driven here um, because this is the Gilded Age, which is a time period where basically there are two deals that white guys have made. One is we're not going to worry about people's civil rights. We're just going to let the South do whatever they want. And the other is we're not going to worry about workers' rights. 
Um, we're, we're going to let businesses treat people however they want. And in fact, when the government does intervene, they're going to intervene on the side of businesses to break up strikes. And, um, and this leads to people who are really angry um, at the government and at big business and at the kind of corruption, which even if the civil service corruption is being solved, you still see this is the t era of John D. Rockefeller and Andrew Carnegie and, you know, big businesses that basically control Congress. And so to the extent that nothing interesting is happening at this time period, it's because these presidents don't have to do that much. It's a very hands-off thing. And, um, and it's hands-off stuff that they probably should have been solving. Oh, is this on tape? All the Presidents, man, brought to you by LaCroix for no money. LaCroix, it's so good you don't have to pay us. 